Okay, you ready? 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 Stop on the open road. Now was not the time to flop. The buzz is formulating, Jimmy. Now's the time to drop. Is everything around you the finest flow will amaze? You can't honor what I'm on, and bitch, nigga, get gone. Because it's just all. Oh, it's just too good. What's good, everybody? You are listening to the Where's My 40 Acres podcast. This is the Eargasm Review. <clears throat> Excuse me. Catching a virus over here. And we are back to do another album. Break it down, break it down, track by track. And we did Oxnard last time. And Zapak. Make sure you go listen to that. Check that out. Let us know what you think of the album. Uh, hopefully by now, when you're hearing this, I have it on vinyl. If I don't, uh, make a donation because I'm trying to get it. But the album we're reviewing tonight is uh, 21 Savage. This is our, this is our first 21 Savage album review. Like, just 21, 21 is getting a review from Where's My 40 Acres. Times have changed because you wouldn't have been able to tell me three years ago we would have been reviewing the 21 Savage album. But like, 21 is for the kids. We grown. But 21 is just for the grown now, too. It's just little niggas. Got beats. Got beats, bro. You be talking that shit. That's right, Mr. Shia bin Abraham Joseph himself. That is a hell of a name. Abraham Dash Joseph. That is a that's a first married name. That is a real name, my nigga. That's nothing but strength. Right. That's my nigga Abraham Joseph. How you do? I have eight degrees. Yeah, he do. <laughs> he do. So um 21 Savages, I am greater than I was. Which for people who don't get that, uh go back to math, learn some common core, maybe you'll understand it. But it's pretty much him just talking about his growth, where he's at now, shit he doesn't put up with anymore, shit he doesn't have to put up with anymore. A beautiful song dedicated to his mama, because uh, women can raise men. Like, when 21 Savage is telling niggas that women can raise men, what, what, the, the streets, the streets are real, the streets be talking. My nigga dropped out of high school in, like, the ninth grade, because he got shoveled around the Georgia area kicked out of school to school to school. And finally he just gave up and he's still got more sense than grown ass niggas on Facebook. That, that is, that is, that is beautiful. It's beautiful. And the album isn't really, it isn't for an album that we're reviewing from a nigga named 21 Savage. It actually isn't that fucking vulgar. Like 21 is, he sounds like a sensible guy. Compared to the shit he did with Metro Boomin, yeah, yeah, I could I could see that. He's he's he is definitely he's more grounded, I think, on this project. And I think a lot of this project he did say was like based around his actual life, because this nigga did get shot six times. Because he opens up the album, been shot a lot. He's like, yeah, well, that's the truth. A lot. How many times have been shot? A lot. A lot. Six times is a lot. That's not really a number you need to tell people. After you get shot the first time, you've been shot a lot. Facts. That's the way I look at it. Um, if the album has some solid features on it, and then it has some features on it that either Twenty One has two different voices, or he just didn't give those people credit. Uh, it's later in the album where there's somebody singing his hooks, and I have no idea who that person is. That's absolutely twenty one. Is it twenty one? Oh yeah, oh, that just, boy got range. He just changed. He does. Yeah, that, that, that's another growth. My man got range. So I was like, who is this other nigga singing on this song? But I didn't see no features. That's wild. 
That's it, man. The only thing that worried me about this album when I first saw it was that it was 15 tracks. Yeah, but it's a tight 15, bro. It's it, only 15 it minutes long. It's tighter than I thought it was going to be because the first time I listened to it, I was like, once I got to like track, once I got to uh, Ball Without You, I was like, oh, there's still like five songs left on this album, 21. I don't know if I can stay the whole, the whole project. But you can easily make it to padlock, and then there from padlock, it's it's a it's easy. It's the it's just making it to the finish line of four L. This is wordplay, man. He just says stuff like it'll if if you get into like you know how you can get into a trance with listening to music where you just it's just happening around you. You're not actively listening to it. Yeah, the he'll drop in one of his patented twenty one savage bars, and then you go wait wait what? And then you got to start paying attention again. Um. And I mean, that didn't really happen to me much at all, really, on this record. But even still, <clears throat> the nigga has some quotables on this giant boy. He's got quotables. He's got production of value. And I'm sorry, but this has to be one of the coldest opens to a hip-hop album of 2018. So incredible. Bro, the sample awesome. is perfect. Even with J. Cole on it, Saying he gonna pray for Takashi Six Nine, I right. still do not not want to. I still do not want to turn this song off. I'm like, fuck you, you J Cole, you son of a bitch. But this sample is fucking amazing. I'm sticking with this. Like, this is the perfect opening to a classic, probably trap album. This is DJ Dahi on the beat as well. I could fucking see UGK opening an album like with this with a track exactly. Hell like this. Yeah. Sweet Jones. Like RIP PMC. They oh my god. This would have been amazing. If they Yo, got a remix with Bun B. I'll listen to that shit immediately. <sighs> can we get the ghost of PMC on it? Like, can they just take one of his old verses and fit it to this? Yeah. First of all, they for sure can. Second of all, if anyone out there wants to just do it on their own, if y'all got some uh UGK acapellas, y'all wanna hook this up for us, uh, we would appreciate it. Yeah. It is it's it's just a God, it's just a really good project, and I'm I'm really am surprised at how much I like Twenty One Savage. I think Metro was Metro Boomer was quoted as saying he is the last like real street nigga in hip hop, and there are so many of these pill popping ass depressant rappers, and Twenty One Savage easily could have fell in with that generation of new rappers, but he didn't. He maintained his vibe as being legit for real, one of the last real trap niggas to enter into the hip-hop game. I'm not saying that there won't be other trap niggas that come, but I'm saying that as far as we're looking at mainstream popularity, 21 Savage is probably not a person that you want to actually test a gangster. He's I mean, been through no. this shit. And he has come out on top. And you can, for me, you can tell when a rapper has actually lived the shit they're talking about by the way they act. In the industry, 21 Savage makes intelligent business decisions. He's not out here getting in trouble for stupid shit. He's not dyeing his hair a bunch of different fucking colors for the fuck of it to get notoriety. And also, and where it counts the most, he sounds sensible in his fucking music. Yes, he is talking about shooting people and gangs and, you know, fucking women and getting money. And like all of that, it just par for the course when you're a trap artist. But it's not over the top. He, I could definitely see that he hangs more with like the Gucci's and the two chains than w whatever tight jeans, purple hair colored youngster 
that your kids are bopping right now with 10 million YouTube views for a song where they can't even rap on beat. Right. Yeah. I also like the cover for this shit. I think it's a, it's artistic. I don't know what, I don't know what that jacket's made out of, but it's artistic. So overall, um, I didn't even look to see what the review, this is, I didn't even look to see what people thought of this album. Like, I don't care. Yeah, I honestly don't either. I'm a, I'll, I'll look it up now. <laughs> hopefully it's gotten good reviews. But I actively don't give a fuck. I, I don't, if you turn this album on and you're like, I can't do it, then yeah, you're right. You can't. It's not for you. If you turn this on and you hear that sample and you're like, I need to give this nigga chances, then you understand why we fuck with 21 Savage. Uh, it was so when it debuted, it was his. It was a number one album. God, it was number one on R and B, hip hop, and in the U S. in general. I don't know how. I don't know for how many yeah, years. Hell yeah, good for him. Yeah, let's see. Uh, this is his discography. So let me get to just this album. Period. So Wiki page released the twenty first of twenty eighteen, which features a J Cole, Childish Gambino, Schoolboy Q, Post Malone, Offset, Little Baby Gunner. And Travis Scott. And for most from what I can tell, it actually has a higher rating than than Anderson Pox. It's got an 81 out of 100 on Metacritic. Yeah, this shit slaps, bro. Mostly B's, B ratings, uh, a couple of A's, some 4.5s out of fives. I see one seven, eight out of ten from Pitchfork, which is crazy because they'll give every fucking uh Kevin Gates album a nine out of ten. So I don't, I don't know what was wrong with them that Friday. But overall, this album was really well received. That's good. Like that's good for the kid. There's a deluxe edition as well, <laughs> with bonus with bonus with a bonus track. Out for the night part two. And it is produced by Boy Wonder. So some of the producers on the album, FK out of first Metro Boomin of course, uh, Doughboy Beats. You mentioned Dahi, TM eighty eight, Cardo. 30 Rock, a bunch of other niggas I have never heard of. Like Kid Hazel. I've never heard of that man. But if he did Padlock, and if he did Letters to My Mama, I fuck with him. Letters to My Mama is actually one of the best produced junks on here. So, I'm, uh, you know, kudos to everybody yeah. that he had in the studio working with him. Yeah. That's, they, uh, they put it down. Who produced? Said it what? I said, who produced that one? Kid Hazel. Huh. All right. Kid Hazel. And uh, I mean, like, overall, like, what are y'all, what were y'all thinking? I've said my piece. Twan went mute. Uh, I think 21 Savage is the most improved rapper of 2018, hands down. Uh, I really like this project. It has a lot of replay value for me. Um, I've been... My opinion on 21 is like completely evolved because at first I was like, eh, he raps about shooting people and he probably did it in real life. So that's cool, I guess. But I don't really care. And for a long time, No Heart was the only 21 Savage song that I really liked. And then he started doing more stuff and getting on more features. And I started really like, 
I don't know if I just noticed that his wordplay started getting more in depth or if he started doing it more, but the visual images he would come up with just really interested me. Um, like he's very blunt with the way he talks about shit, but, uh, it's also really easy to kind of picture what he's saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he just says cold ass shit, which I find entertaining and amusing, uh, sometimes, but then, you know, like more and more songs I heard, I liked, and then like bank account came out and that shit was hard. And, uh, the album, it's an album has some joints on there. And I was like, okay, this is better than the first tape he put out. I like this one more. And he started doing more features. And every time he would be on a feature, like he had some song, DJ Khaled put out an album and that shit was terrible. But the best song on it is one with uh, 21 on it. And his verse on that is the best verse in the song. Cause he just has all these quotables where he just says the, this savages shit with the most like shark eyes delivery. Like it's no big deal. He's all nonchalant about it. Um, and then I started actively looking forward to seeing 21 Savage features on stuff. And then, you know, he, this past year, he had his two incredible joints on, uh, that Metro album. And then this came out and, you know, it's been just completely an upward swing for me. And this album continues that trend. Um, <clears throat> he got a song about being a sugar daddy for a cougar on here, which is Bro. the first time I heard a song about that in hip hop history. Uh, <laughs> he, he did the more of the whispering shit, and it's just great. Twenty One Savagery. Right, I love he does it. Drake on this album. Like Drake did him on a few right. songs, and then he came back and literally did Drake and shit it on Kiki. Exactly. Twenty One Savage is. I feel like he doesn't laugh. I feel like every time he finds something funny, there's just a chuckle. Oh, absolutely. Like it's like it's it's, it's a glitch in the matrix of a chuff of a chuckle, and that's about it. Yeah, for sure. So nothing only is, nothing is funny enough like. for him to to break to like a uh, break form. Yeah. So like the shark eyes description is perfect. It's like you yeah. know what this nigga. Yeah, he is just making. straight up is emotionless, straight up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he has the best ad libs, bruh. That shit. Oh god. He switched up an ad lib that that went so good with one of the lines. I had to like double take while I was driving. I was like, wait a minute, that's that's not a normal ad lib he does. And he did it specifically for this line, and it's a joke within the line. That like that shit is perfect. So when we get to the song, uh, I'll read the line because I, I thought it was amazing. Pretty much all my notes for this are just quotes, like bars. Those are my notes. Yeah, absolutely. I didn't take the notes, but I'm gonna go through the lyrics as we go through and be like, oh yeah, this, this was the song where he was like, da 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 da. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, I, I fucks with I am greater than I was. And I think if you are trying to figure out if you want to be a 21 Savage fan, you you can start here. You can start with his features on Travis Scott stuff and Metro Boomin stuff. But you start can on, yeah, start here. Come out the house. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily recommend you start with Issa album because Issa album didn't really do anything for me. I remember when it's 21 got, was hot and I listened to it not, and I was like, oh, I'm not it ain't. It. But I wonder what I'd feel like now going back and listening to it. So I might give it a chance I this week. I'm on doing that soon myself. Yeah, I think I'm gonna need to do that because I have a different ear for him now. So I might hear some stuff that I wasn't necessarily ready to hear from 21 before because I wasn't 21 ready. Right. I wasn't available to receive the 21 Savage read that comes from his music. So that's what that's what it was. So we'll see what happens if I go back. Plus, if if it's good enough, I'm copying on a vinyl because I just love the cover for that shit. Um, yeah, it's great. 
so the first track on this album is a lot and and god if the sample enough is just when that shit started i was like oh yeah we in for it i'm ready my body is ready i needed this how do you not how do you not like this song i'm sorry i just if you are a hip-hop head if you like production if you love a good perfect sample how do you not like a lot even if you just like he's not rapping on beat enough for me I I get it. I understand it. He's going a bit slow over it, but my nigga, that's not a good enough reason to stop listening to this song. It's just not. This was the DJ Dahi one, right? Yeah. He um, if you listen to the original, because it like they don't change the the sample at all. They just play it, and DJ Dahi does a great jump because he uses right when they're about right when they're singing "I Love You." Right when it goes to transition, they have some it's some dope drums in the original, and he doesn't change that. He keeps those drums lead in. And he just adds a bass line to it and keeps going with that. It's perfect because he he that uses that like that he builds he, he builds off of the drums that are in the sample, right? And, and then and then and then goes on. So it's like a it's like a flawless jug. It sounds like you had this old person recording, and then they and then like Twenty One Savage stepped to the studio and they recorded together. I'm purposefully not going to play the song for y'all because I want you to go listen to it on your own. Like, I wanted to get a Spotify spin from you. And other than that one fucking stupid ass line about Takashi, J. Cole's verse is actually good too. His his verse is is fine. It's fine. If he had not said that, I'd have been all over it. Look, here, I think my girl said it best because she was like, why is J. Cole rapping about all the shit he did leading up to coming to record this damn verse? Yeah, bruh, he said when he walked up, the only line I <laughs> no, can give him like, is he said bro, when like, he walked he started into the studio, like, yo, he saw his walked, kids. He was like, that's when I knew 21 was a real nigga. It was real. <laughs> and, then, and then he was like, you know what? I got a call. And he was like, man, you need to get on the track. So then I got on the plane. Then I traveled down here. <laughs> And now I'm on the track. It's like, what do you, nigga? I don't need this play by play of how you got to this point. But that's cold being and, introspective, dog. And, yeah. And then he starts rapping about praying for everybody. He praying yeah. for Markel Fultz and his jump shot. He praying for Takashi. He, you know, like if 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 the R. Kelly documentary had came out before oh this God, album, he would have prayed for him too. Slipped up. Jesus. Expect to hear some stupid ass R. Kelly knowledge on J. Cole's new album. For sure, he is going to say a dumb fucking line. Like, instead of just shutting the fuck up about it, he is going to give you his opinion and it is going to be bad. He's I guarantee you know what it's gonna be? He's gonna he's gonna ask where were the parents. I guarantee you that's gonna be the J. Cole bar about the whole R. Kelly situation. He's gonna be like, he's gonna condemn R. Kelly for fucking them kids. And he's also going to be like, but where were the parents? I guarantee you. If I'm right Mark. about this, like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I, just, I can hear it. I can hear the bar now. Oh, yeah. That's the universe, man. Uh, it's coming, no, it's man. too late. It's too late. <laughs> it's too late. Butterfly effect is too late. Yeah, man. Hotep Cole is there. So Yeah. yeah. What about the parents? Okay, so yeah, if you haven't heard a lot, go just just please, please go, please go listen to it. It's fucking amazing. 
You know how many times I streamed that song? A lot. <laughs> a lot. Mm-hmm. You know what's in front of uh, Walmart? A lot. <laughs> you were mad at me for making puns earlier. Maybe. Number tr- track number two is Break the Law. Break. Cut the bullshit. I'm not with it. Uh yeah. I don't I don't know. I don't know what to tell y'all. Um if at this point, I'm fucking with Savage. <laughs> just I'm, it's just, I'm just the She let me hit it. Woo. Did this is this is this the one about the cougar? No, that's A and T. Okay, cool. And cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um yeah, twenty one's beats, man. And that's it it is very hard to explain to people why someone my age who listens to so much rapidy rap and lyricism and analyzes songs and breaks them down logistically and can tell you what is dope and what isn't dope or what shouldn't be dope, but is dope because people are smoking dope. Um, I cannot come up with a good, I cannot come up with an acceptable explanation for why people should listen to trap music. And the reason I can't is because you either Fine. feel trap music or you don't. There is no explanation that someone can give you to make you understand what you feel from listening to trap music. That's I I it can't. It is one of it is one of these subgenres of hip hop that if you ain't feeling that shit, you just not gonna fucking feel it. It's to me it's like trap music and like West Coast bounce. If you don't feel that shit, I don't know that's bruh. Mike, what are you doing? <laughs> The dream sequence. Right, I was about to say, what the <laughs> if you if, if you're not feeling that shit, like if you don't feel it in your bones, if you don't feel like a raw nigga listening to it when you hear trap music, it's not for you. You know it's funny, I didn't think about it until you said it earlier that it really does give me a lot of like a lot of three six fives and in a good way. Mm-hmm. Wait, what does that just like just the album, yeah. I mean, I mean the way it started, you know, because you can, you know, kind of reminiscent of you know when when Three Six takes like shit from the Mac, you know, and it takes some Willie Hutch samples and shit like that. But then break the law, just that that fight song. Because even the even the you know like like I mean, hell, they got a song called I mean Three Three Six and Sub got a song called Break the Law, which I love anyway. But I'm just saying the whole feel of the of Twenty One Savage's album. Like it, it feels. I don't know, man. It feels real southern. It feels like he. I don't know. It just feels different. I I listened to it's an album. And I didn't like it. Like a southern rap album rather than a trap nigga Atlanta album to a certain extent. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like those aren't necessarily mutually exclusive. But you, when you think of southern rap, it's different than thinking of Atlanta trap music in your mind. Like those have different connotations. To me, at least, and I, I, I feel you on that. Yeah, it's hard to put it on. You just kind of know it when you hear it, and that's the that's the that's the kind of vibe I got off of all these junks. Mm-hmm. Well, A T is for sure like three sixty one hundred percent. Well, shit. Is. Let's just move on then. So the next track is Auntie, uh which is favorite song on the album. Wait, so question, is City Girls not on this? Yeah. I don't know. Is that them? Yeah. That's what it sounds like them I mean, to me. That's her. 
That's her. Yeah, it definitely her. sounds like I them. I had only heard of the one still locked up. So. Yeah, the, the one that can rap is locked up right now. The other one is like the, the one that got flewed out is the one y'all seen in the videos and hearing on everybody's song. Miami came through like Lachat on Chicken Heads. That's the. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, but that, yeah, but that that's her on there. I, I fuck with City Girls, even when they say and do stupid shit. I still fuck with City Girls Project. That shit is so raw. And uh, it, uh, it's just good trap female music. And he's literally, I mean, have you ever heard a song where niggas rapping about like hitting older chicks? Say what? This uh, is uh, Twenty One Savage, presumably hollering at an older chick in the club, like. Older than him, at least, because mm-hmm. he's like his, one of his fucking lines is, "I'm her sugar son, her sugar daddy he was 50, fifty, and that shit was hilarious." To yeah, me. That, yo, was, that was one yo, of that lines. is like that is a hilarious line. That was one of my lines. <laughs> that shit is, <laughs> it's just it's <laughs> so like, ridiculous, bro. Like, yeah, I was, I was playing this right, and then a girl could walk around because she was. I mean, when I first put it on, she was like, "Why you listen to Twenty One Savage?" And then she listened to it. She was like, "Okay, I really like this." <laughs> Right. She was like, but then she was like, does 21 know that the shit that he says is hilarious? Yes. Like, because he's saying it, it is such a monotone, like, serious way. He's that, absolutely like, self aware. He is insanely self aware that he's doing the, that. That's what I'm saying. The shark eyes is that deadpan delivery that is his key. Oh. I didn't like it, but then it became like his defining characteristic because he'll say the craziest shit. With no affectation whatsoever, he's he's like a a, a rapping Mitch Hedberg. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Like um, cause he like for on out for the night. This the first line I heard on this album was looking at her thigh, like do it come with rice. And I was like, I hate this nigga. Like, <laughs> there's no way you write that line and you don't chuckle. There's no way you're not self aware. Like, oh, real quick. Oh, go ahead. I was go just ahead, saying, like, that's some shit that you would hear in like a like if pimps were talking. You would hear them say shit like that all the time, but they would be dead serious saying it. You like, that's just how pimps talk. But Savage says shit like this and other shit that's funny. So he's absolutely self-aware. He is a rap comedian when it comes to particular bars and even his ad libs. He knows exactly what he's doing. It's 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 all punchline rap. Like to it's punchline to the end of the joke rap. Do you either get it or you don't? Um also he had a line on or not on A and T. He was like, uh, "Bullet so big, I can be his own six. Fuck around, hit a nigga in Belgium, and that shit also took me out." It's all those little quotables, man. He knows what he's doing, bro. He's absolutely self aware, which is what, which is why I think he's grown so much as an artist. He figured out what worked, and he was like, "Let me, let me keep doing this," because. Like nobody else is doing it. Like just, just rapping like this. Nobody is street, but saying really fucking funny shit, but not laughing after they say it. They're saying it. They on some real pimp shit saying it. So that might be another reason why he has that more southern than just ATL feel to him. That that definitely is like some southern root shit. Saying some straight from the gutter shit with a straight fucking face. And he's be like, I can't believe he just said that, but it's like that's your normal vernacular. He's carrying that persona, yeah, which I also think is just probably him in general. Right. The next track is Out for the Night. I hate this song. Really? 
Yes, I hate it. I skip it I, every time. Except this time, like before we reread the album, I was like, I forced myself to listen to it again because I wanted to be thorough in the review of it. But I hate this song. I like it. It <laughs> sounds like in the heat of the night. Like I, I like it. it too, man. Like that beat is catchy. That beat is terrible. I love it. I love the. I love the beat for this shit. <laughs> I do. I'm with you, brother, man. Like I. And I love the hook, dog. Looking at her thigh, like, do it come with rice? <laughs> Fuck with this shit, bro. too. Literally, if they change the beat, I would bang with this song completely. It's nothing about his lyrics at all. I just hate the beat. I love it. Like I said, it just sounds like a groovy in the heat of the night. Like Wayne practicing guitar to me. At all, being able to play guitar. Oh, fuck with it too. I fuck with Lil Wayne. I just felt like somebody's tuning it. Yeah, what? I can't. I cannot. Fucking Oh man, you know what? You gonna make me not like the song now? Because that's all I'm gonna picture. (laughs) I I feel like that would make that makes the song better for me. Holding a guitar with no strap on it, just (laughs) coming away blindly. Guitar feeling heavy in his hands. He don't care. These first day guitar lesson riffs, like like these shits are great. Uh, let's see. The next track is Gunsmoke. I love Gunsmoke. I do Gunsmoke. love Gunsmoke too. Yeah. Uh, like my favorite line from Gunsmoke is, uh, "You got asthma, you don't want no smoke." I was like, "Yeah, that, this you don't want no smoke, man." Oh no, I know it's not, but I do know it's first bar. Did he ask for people who wanted cancer? He did. Yes. Giving out smoke. I'm giving out smoke. He make this Glock Shiggy challenge out the window. Oh, God. Yeah. Yo, so the, yeah, that's what my girl walked by. Like, does he know what he's saying? Yes, he does. <laughs> he like, absolutely knows like, what he's like, saying. Oh, oh, man. Yeah, I fuck with Gunsmoke. And then he said, this is, is one we said, make, make it do the Black Boy JB. Or was that another song? He didn't even, I feel like for one of the lines, he didn't even have a bar. He just said, he said, y'all niggas ain't killing shit. Y'all niggas ho-hos. And I was like, what? <laughs> is that it? That's you ain't killing shit. Y'all niggas ho-hos. I was like, oh. Hey, man. He didn't See, have to. don't kill anybody. He's like, I'm just going to say this shit. I make him do the block boy JB with just Nah, I don't think it's this song. I know that line. That line is great. Because uh, you can see a nigga doing the shoot dance while you're getting shot at. And that is extremely <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> shoot that nigga feet making him do the dance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah. yeah, I love Black Boy JV. That nigga's country is cornbread too. Now, crap at all, but his. Oh yeah, man. If you, look, when you hear uh, Take Heat talk too, man, he's the same way. Wow, that nigga. Oh, okay. graduated from my school this past December. I found out, which is amazing. But also, I watched this video where he was talking about making the Look Alive beat, and he was like, "Yeah, when I first hooked up with Block, we was about making his music," and I was like, "Nigga!" Every time he would say. This is the signature key to my music. I just uh it's the best. Memphis, man. Shout out to y'all. So um the next track is 1.5, which sounds like a Lucky Charms hood commercial. And Hold I'm on, I got with it. Real quick. He said I got a P? What did he say? I'm going to play that beat on mute, so continue talking oh, yeah, while yeah. I'm listening to it. Yeah, it, it just sound like it sounds like if they shot a video for this, it would be a nigga running away with your lucky charms and you chasing after him. Like that's Pretty much what it sounds like to me, and I still fuck with it. It's a it's a particular tone to it that has been used throughout hip hop for years, like definitely since the mid nineties. There's all there's, for some reason it will always be a nigga from New York 
who would have a beat that had this sound to it. I don't know if that shit comes pre-installed on instruments. Sparkly shit in the background. Yeah, of it. like what? Would it dun 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 dun? That shit. Like it. You don't want the main. Thing. Yeah, I don't yeah, know the main melody part. Like the the, the very the very uh fantastical melody that is on this is something that I've heard in other songs from other hip hop artists, definitely from New York niggas. And I'm I don't know if that's just a it's like a, a pre-select you can have on your Casio. But like niggas definitely use it. Hey man, simple beats work. It doesn't annoy me here, so that's good. Typically when so I hear it, I'm like, oh my god, this song's trash. But when I heard it here, I was like, nope, it's not. It's fine. It is completely fine. The next track is All My Friends. And I honestly don't know how I feel about all my friends. Nothing about me average hitter with a Fendi robber, straight up. I like all my friends, man. There's something about Post Malone's dirty ass that that just shits melodic, oh. man. It, it works, man. Post Malone. I, got I mean, that was like, like everything about him. Be like, I shouldn't like your music. <laughs> shouldn't. But then, then he makes a song. I'd be like, God damn, this song's catchy as fuck, his, man. His music, babe, so he doesn't have to. It's basically the way I put it. Maybe, man. It's like Rockstar, where. I Rockstar didn't necessarily so want to love Rockstar either, but I Rockstar absolutely so good, love though. that song. That shit is great. <laughs> it's so good. Um, he This is the one where he said, bitch stays so fast to the date, she should get a job at Sonic. And I was like, I hate this nigga. <laughs> I hate him. <laughs> like, you hear the bar coming, and you know how he's going to end it. When I heard she skates so fast to the dick, I was like, he better not say she getting a job at Sonic, dog. And he said it. I was like, uh, I need to become a rapper. Cause that was just an easy fucking finish, but yeah, I like the eerie. I like like this one doesn't have more like really doesn't have a melody to it. It's just kind of like a void in the background with some bass and a beat, and he's actually flowing on this. So this is one of those songs that I'll play when people like Twenty One Savage can't rap. I'll be like, he actually can rap very well when he wants to ride a beat. But since he is one of those, I don't give a fuck ass niggas. Sometimes yeah, he just don't care about riding that beat. He just care about saying. He just care about stunting. Which is. But I will say fine. that sometimes this song sounds more like a Post Malone song that's featuring Twenty One Savage. That works too. Because I'd rather it I'd rather works. listen to it I'd, rather, I'd rather listen to a Post Malone song on a Twenty One Savage album. Like Rockstar Part Two, basically. Yeah, but yeah, it's for sure a Post Malone song with Twenty One on it. But that's fine. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't think yeah. Post Malone would fit on like. Break the law, you know. Yeah. Post Malone fits on Post Malone stuff. Yeah, because I think Post Malone is a one trick pony. He just does that one trick really well, so well. That's that's really what it is. Mm. Um, I forgot a line. There's a line in a uh, Gunsmoke where he says, "Um, he says skinny capris. You think you find it in your bitch?" <laughs> I was like, "Uh." The uh, niggas do be dressing like they find it in a woman. He right though. He right though. Uh, let's see. The next track is can't leave without it. And yeah. Twan's not gonna like this, but I didn't realize that Gunna and Lil Baby were on the song because they sound yes, like sir, man. Yes, sir. Wait, I so look, when, them I look, when I first heard it, I was like, oh, that's Gunna. That's Gunna. <laughs> yes, my boy. Mike, these are the songs I was talking about. Where I was like, like it sounds like it's somebody else on these songs, but he don't have no feature, no credits. He don't yeah, he got yeah, but it 
it's all on his thing. Like you can. I don't see it. I mean, I'm on I'm on Apple right now, so I don't see it on there. Oh no, it's not on the jet. Like if you go like if you like go to like Wiki and all that stuff, they got all everybody's on it. No, they don't. I instantly instantly heard Gunna, and I was like, that sounded like Little Baby too. And I was like, oh, there's both of them. But I heard Gunna. I heard the voice that I thought was Gunna, and I was like, okay, I guess Gunna's on this. And then Twenty One said something about Little Baby, and I was like, oh, I guess that's Little Baby. Never mind. I guess the biggest sound the same. Then come to find out, he said, I'm gonna say it in Little Baby, and then. No, they, I mean, they sound the same, but like I, I listened to enough gunner that I can now know the difference. Yeah. Which I don't know what that says about me, but hey. It's like, I'm not hating. I'm just, I just, I don't understand. That's all. You like whimsical shit with baby and little gunner on it. That's what he said, said baby and little gunner. A little baby and gunner. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know these young niggas' names. There's too many of um, them. I can't keep track of them. Little Gunner and Baby, Baby, Little little Baby and Gunner. The next track is Little, little Baby Gunner. Before the record, I do like the song a lot. I just didn't know that they were both on it because I can't tell them they all sound. They all sound the same. They all sound like young rich niggas. Um, next track is ASMR. ASMR. I really like this beat. I do too, but it also fits in, this, in the vein of a uh, Alpha, not Alpha tonight. Um, it fits in the vein of 1.5 and can't leave without so it like those beats all sound like they should be on the same album together to me so this one just rides the wave of that as i'm listening to it i don't have any problem with it and at this point we're nine tracks into this album you're still probably listening to this album so just go ahead and claim you like 20 savage whispers on this one too yeah strong whispers which I was hoping for when he named the ASMR. Exactly. I was hoping that, like, I was like, it got to be some whispers up here. Oh, this is a, well, he said he did a Black Boy JB on a brick on this song. Okay. Make your crew do the electric slide with the stick. <laughs> That's such a ridiculous visual image. It is, though. Like, could you see the whole crew? <laughs> like, they going left and the right and they going back. <laughs> Hey, we could. Did we forget to mention that Offset is on one point five? Offset, we did, and he definitely did his offsetery on there. It was good. I like. I mean, his offset. He ain't really talking about shit, but he he raps it well. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, Alpha the Night was the one where he uh, where he's on his Drake flow, and he says "fuck Kiki." Oh yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. He said, I was in my feelings, fuck Kiki. Or... He said, I was in my feelings, fuck Kiki. Yes, yeah. that's what he says. So um, the next track after ASMR is Ball Without You. And Ball Without You. I'm not a big fan of this song. Not have any features on it. So I don't have uh, like. I like it. Do I like Ball Without You? It's Anderson. Or Anderson. Jesus Christ. It's 21 being semi vulnerable. Like as vulnerable as he gets, which he's kind of being ain't shit on the song too. But it is what it is. I don't like I don't like beats like this. Yeah, I don't. I'm not a fan of this. This is this is definitely one I'm not a fan of. I don't like these. I don't like beats like this. I just don't. It sounds dated. It sounds old. It sounds like R and B annoying. It sounds. It doesn't even sound like R and B annoying. It sounds like when rappers try to get sentimental. R and B annoying. I hate. I hate it with rappers. I mean, that's that that's what he was doing. I know. That's <laughs> why I don't like it. Like it's. It's like when Cassidy started rapping about love with his albums. Like, uh, get this nigga go. 
I don't like this. I don't like that shit. I like Jada Kiss been selling drugs uh, and stabbing. I don't like that. Uh, they can talk about drugs. <laughs> right. Stop Bring back the violence. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I don't that's, Girl, I loved my, you. I brought you in my crib. Introduced you to my mama. Gave you half my rib. I'm like, shut up, nigga. I don't want to hear this shit. <laughs> <laughs> Go back to jail. <laughs> <laughs> so it made me think of Riley. Boo, boo, turn the music back on. Uh, nigga, you sound real <laughs> sweet right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, right. I miss, I miss, uh, boo docs. I miss Riley. <laughs> uh, nigga, you sound like tissues. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> the. <laughs> Ah, uh, Miss Riley. The next song is uh, God, can she even do Boondocks anymore now that she Oscar nominated? The uh, the next track is Oscar. You can do whatever you want. So if she wins, then she for sure can. Do yeah, it. she can bring it back. She's like, I'm gonna so, uh, now. Tell that to Monique. So can't do whatever hey, you want because <laughs> you be out here doing it by yourself. Next track is number eleven, and it is Good Day. This shit is the shit. This is my favorite song on the album. No, it took me about five or six bars before I realized that was Schoolboy. How? It took me zero bars. I don't know why. I don't know why. Get out of here. I don't know. It might have been just because I wasn't expecting him. Bro, that's absolutely Schoolboy. <laughs> I know. Like, look, look. When I like the second, third time I listened to, I like, yeah, that's Schoolboy all the way. But like the first time, I was like, niggas, niggas literally said, "Got an extend with I, a new thing." Like, I'm how like, did you not know that was Schoolboy? No, I was saying, like, dog, he sounds familiar. Wow, I can't believe he literally sounded like like he used beats like this hey, on Oxymoron, no, dog, not, and habits and contradictions. Like, how did look, you not know this was Schoolboy? No, look, I'm not. I'm not saying it's a proud moment. I'm just saying it happened. It's not a proud I sat there and I was like, hmm, hmm, mm-hmm. I know this person. Mm-mm. And I was like, oh, it is the school of the boy. Yeah, that's definitely school boy. Which they make a good, uh, they make a good team. But man, you can't leave off my, my project Penta. Also, now I want school boy. I want another Habits and Contradiction sound of school boy album. Oh, Jesus Christ. It's been a while. Schoolboy has gotten really into the I need to make songs that's gonna pop on the radio sound, and I get it because that's what sells records. With it, but I'm really waiting for Hands on the Wheel, Schoolboy to come back. <laughs> like, please, because we haven't had one in a while, sir. I need like 12 tracks of fucking Dope Dealer with no E40 verse. Yeah, that's <laughs> pretty much it. Man, that E40 verse is fire, son. Uh-uh, that's, uh-uh. that's cool. Yeah, you it. okay. I love the Ivory ad-lib. Mm, it's okay. Eating dominoes, slamming dominoes, like, come on, man. No. Get them vomitos, like I said. <laughs> no. <laughs> I love that. Mm-hmm. The next song uh, is Padlock. Hold up. We're not going to talk about Pata. I said it. He didn't want to rep re- the Project Pat. Also, here's the thing about Project Pat. One, one of the greatest rappers of all time. Yeah, amazing. Two, like, go, back, go back and listen to any Project Pat and you would just be entertained. And Project Pat is the only rapper that has said, I think he has said the word Mammy in every verse. Mm-hmm. And it's 100% okay. <laughs> he said, 50 drums at his mammy house. Do you feel me now? <laughs> oh my god. Mud nigga. Perfect, perfect way to know how to use your voice. Hello. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Pata. 
all about that sack of Ran up on me, third 45, blew out his back off. <laughs> he, he can slow a beat down and speed up whenever he feel like it. Crack off. <laughs> it's wonderful. Project Pat for the win, man. Oh, it's the best. Project Pat is working his way into my top 10 rappers of all time. <laughs> like, I'm not even joking. I fucking love it, man. <clears throat> is this a sample of some shit? Oh, it is. It's an actual DJ Paul and Lord Infamous song. Mm. Which one? Good Day? Yeah. It is. A song called Damn I'm Crazy off an album called Come With Me to Hell 2. Oh, yeah. That's early 3-6 Mafia. Emphasis on the 3-6 part. The first line of this song is sacred black magic from the deadly voodoo powers. Yep, so, that's Lord Infamous. Exactly. <laughs> Oh man. All right. So the next track is Padlock. Padlock has, which I wish he did this more in this album. I like when 21 Savage raps like this. Again, this is another song where I could be like, so you're saying that 21 can't rap. I'm going to play this for you. You tell me that this nigga can't flow when he fucking feels like it and he feels like he has shit to say. But this easily has probably my favorite ad lib and bar combination in a 21 Savage song. Because this is the one I'm saying where he switched up his ad lib to go along with the bar to make a joke within the bar. And that shit instantly added levels to it. He said, um, he was talking about his moms. He said, she ain't really worried about harm. She worried about jail because she know I don't play. And the ad lib is, yes, ma'am. And I about lost it in the fucking car. Because this nigga is saying, this nigga followed up. She don't play with she said she followed up she know i don't play with yes ma'am and when a black mother says to you i don't play you respond with yes ma'am to whatever she's telling you to do i straight up never even noticed that bruh i was done when i realized that that's what he did with this bar this nigga is too fucking smart for his own good dog and he probably did he probably wrote that effortlessly and just went on to the next thing. But that was the correlation that he was making. He was saying that he don't play, but he said it in a way that made it sound like his mom said, I don't play. So his ad lib was, yes, ma'am. This nigga got levels now. He, he, he might be unstoppable. He could become a problem. But other than that, I like the beat and I like the way he raps on it. This is yeah. also the one where he said, um, he said, I always knew you was a, you always, you was a rap. You always knew you was a rat. Cause when we would play cops and robbers, you was always the cops. Right. Yeah. I knew you were right. When we was Tyler's, you was always the cop. I was the robber. The athlete for that is a little bitch nigga. <laughs> he also, he also has a line on one of these songs later where he's like, we always knew you was a rat. That's why we called you mouse. Right. And I was like, this nigga, you know, a lot of rats. He just know a lot of fucking rats. But yeah, I fucks with Padlock Heart. So. Outside of a lot, that could be my favorite song on this album. Like, second favorite. Well, my two favorites are the two Ratchets, then a lot, then 4L in that order, I think. Next track is uh, Let It To My Mama. I think this is one of Swan's favorite songs. And it's like it's like a legit 
it's a legit down to earth. Next track real. is Monster, Brandon. Oh, my bad. The next track is Monster. I'm losing my mind here. Uh, next <laughs> track is Monster. Not let us go. New Gambino. Rapping Gambino. Gambino came in and was like, I want to rap trap and say a bunch of shit and just make it sound cool. And that's what I'm going to do. So that's what he did. Oh, it's perfect. Yeah. Works perfectly. Yeah, I fuck with Monster. I fuck with the build up, clapping. Like all of that kind of brings the song together and that energy. Childish just works with a, with way too many artists. I mean, the first time I heard that uh, Trinidad James song with him and Gucci Man and Young Scooter, and Bruh. he started, I was like, yeah, this and guy he actually spit on it. Like he act, he spit for real on that shit with them niggas that don't be spitting for real like that. And it still fit. Oh, he went, yeah, it, it fit perfectly. He was the cleanup hitter on that shit, too. Niggas out here trying to rap beef. I ain't giving no free promo. Like, listen, this nigga is is really, really, really grounded. Okay. Is this this is this a song where he I can't remember this one or I already missed it. Where he was like live with my hand on the Bible and then his ad was on God. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Put my hand on the Bible. I'm still gonna lie on God. <laughs> I was like, come on. It's like, come on, dude. Your 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 ad libs can't be finishing your punch lines, bro. They do though. One is on level. You gotta play that Funkmaster Flex clip where he's like, "I'm talking about fucking bars, nigga." <laughs> he does that oh. shit, bro. Um, uh, perfect. Okay, so the next track after Monster is "Letter to My Mama," and again, I think it's one of the best produced ones on this album. He took the song seriously. Like, he didn't do what some rappers do when they try to get all deep and quintessential and they try to open up and they're like, I need to make a good song because I've been killing niggas for 60 minutes. I need to make something. That, <laughs> I need to make something redeemable. Let me make a song about my mama. And like, and it's like you hear it and you're like, I'm scared of your mama. <laughs> like, the way you describe doesn't sound like she made your childhood any easier either. Sound like y'all both went through rough times that's a that's a strong woman, but that's not like a strong woman that'll kick your ass. Twenty One Savage actually is like rapping about the troubles that he had and what he put his mom through and what she don't have to worry about no more, and how she raised him to actually, despite all of the violence and the drug selling and the you know the gun talk and shit, she raised him to be a decent human being, or as decent as he was gonna be given his situation, you know. Death of fam, like death of his brothers, niggas going in and out of jail, him being shot six times. It was real, man. Like, it was real. It's a good ass Dear Mama song. Like, I'm, I'm not mad at it at all. I was, I was legit surprised. I didn't, I didn't think he would, he would be that open and that vulnerable on it. I didn't think, he, I didn't think 21, would, if there's any moment where 21 doesn't have shark eyes, it's on this. It's it's letters to my mama. He's 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 legit vulnerable on this song. As vulnerable as as Twenty One Savage can be. Twenty One. Yeah. <laughs> he he still make everybody else look like a bitch, but he's vulnerable right here. So last track is uh Four L, and Four L has another one of my favorite bars. He said, "Uh, Captain Save a Ho, you might get shot in your cake." All my favorite bars. Yeah, I was like, bro, this nigga say you might get shot in your cave. 
there's sometimes there are lines where I'm like, there's nothing anybody will ever be able to do with a bar about Captain Savaho. And then 21 Savage does it, and I go, well, I was wrong. I was wrong. We shooting niggas in capes now. And he also said that on God. Straight up. Uh, what he also said was, and I have to pull it up because it was a lot of things that he said. He said, I'm a young trap ass, strapped ass, no time for the yap ass, get a nigga clapped ass, zone six, ride around with it on my lap ass, leave your man's brain in your motherfucking lap ass nigga. And I was like, damn. This guy's not playing around. And that's the perfect way to end the whole album. It's 21 Savage in a blurb. <laughs> it features a young nutty, nudie. Who's cousin, apparently. Listen, these niggas are having a good time right now. He put out a good album. I'm not mad at anybody getting money doing it the way he's doing it. Cause I'm getting something out of it, enjoyment from this project. So and if you got the bonus, which I think everybody got the bonus edition, uh I don't know how actually how you get the bonus edition. Yeah, I'm like, I've never heard of this remix. I didn't think there was physical copies of this available. So how do you get a bonus edition? I don't know. Yeah, well, the bonus has Out for the Night Part Two, which I have never heard. And it's produced by Boy Wonder. So if anybody knows what that sounds like, oh wait, I have it right here. Play that shit. Well, I can't play it. You can play some of it. It's not in front of me. It's on my phone. No, that's not the same. Spotify is taking forever to open. It sounds just like Out for the Night. It's Out for the Night produced by Boy Wonder too. It has to be because it's the same beat. No, it's produced by Kid Hazel. So what did Boy Wonder do? Bro, I'm hella confused right now. It will not play it where I will play it on this computer, please. Thank you. Still with the booty on God. Feeling like I'm biggie rocking cool G on God. Drake gonna make you put up that little Uzi on God. I don't want no features, niggas groupies. To the gang, quarterback sneak. quarterback sneak. I was in my feelings, now it's fuck Kiki. Sound like the same song. Hit that bitch on GP. Smoking gas, nigga, I re up at the BP. Five foot five, five. she my rider. Oh. Wait, is this Why did my ladies just the same song with a B flip? That's what it sounds like. We have a B flip. I want to hear that transition to the B flip. Hey, he did say she's a vocal for Travis Scott. Version. 
This is a completely different song. Like, that's not even really a transition. Chad <laughs> like, I'm gonna take this on the Astro World. <laughs> but supposedly, <laughs> boy, one did First off, I have two issues with this song. One, it's not one whole song. It's two songs. And two, why isn't this song just on the album, period? Like, the beat is no, fire. It's Travis Scott. Why isn't this just on the project? And then that's a 100% no-skip album for me. Right. I don't understand. Why Why is this song not on the... What happened? I have no idea. There's no good explanation for why this is on a bonus track. None. Because <laughs> that joint goes. It does. It's... Oh, boy. Uh, the things that we do in the music industry for whatever reason. I have no idea why this is a bonus track. It just says the deluxe version, but it's no, it's a song that should have been on. The, it's the full out. You know, it, it's not the deluxe version. It's the whole album. So you can buy, uh, you can buy 15 tracks of the album on a regular, or you can go ahead and play whatever extra money you pay and get the full album. Cause this song absolutely should have been midpoint on this project. I don't, I don't know how I got stuck at the end, at, at the end of a song that already was on the album. So you gotta you gotta hear out for the night again just to get to this extra song. I don't think I've ever have you have any have y'all ever heard that on an album before? Would I mean, it make I've you listen to a song on, again uh, to get to an extra song? I've heard Tacton remixes, I have, but Right, but I've never heard them make you listen to a song that was already on the album again. When you get, get to the to a bonus song. It's right back to the normal beat. Right. It fades out. It's like Beach is Better, some that type of shit, where it's not a whole song. Where it should have <laughs> been a whole fucking is... song. Jay-Z and also Mike Will, whoever made that beat. It was Mike Will. And Beach is Better is actually like a teaser. Yeah, so is this. This is one Travis Scott verse and no 21 Savage and then out. No hook or nothing, I don't think. Uh, see, I didn't listen to the whole track. The whole shit's only like... 55 seconds oh yeah then it is beach is better but it's beach is better beach is better was tacked on to another song we'd already heard on the album already if like uh yeah picasso came up back on at the end and then we just heard this oh like, what's this at the end of this oh, part two and then all of a sudden <laughs> like oh shit's about to go hard oh nope we got seven and a half bars thanks motherfucker <laughs> all right guys we're done studio sessions up we were playing around psych yeah. uh this is an unrelated note kind of but only because travis scott is on it is it related james blake has a new album and he has a single with travis scott and metro on it and i feel like we should listen to and review that album it came out like this week i'm not a huge james blake fan i would have to really? give it a chance i've heard this one is different i've heard this one is more funky than he does but the first I mean, James blake i heard i was not like have you seen him live no Okay, that might change your opinion. I typically don't go see people live whose albums I'm not really feeling. You never know. You could see them at a festival or something. Oh my god, I'm so old. Festivals. I'm just saying. It could have happened. Yeah, James Blake got a place at a Governor's Ball or somewhere like that. He probably has been at a Governor's Ball I was at, and I just didn't go to that stage. But, fair enough. If you don't fuck with James Blake like that, then it's kind of no point. But I'm going to be listening to this shit, and I'm looking forward to it. He is, I think James Blake is fucking with the girl off the good place, 
which means he is balling right now. James Blake been balling. Yeah, but old girl off the good place is like next level baller status. Old girl. Yeah, I can't remember who her name is. It's the um, it's the Indian girl off of Good Place. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, Jamila. Oh, yeah, yeah. The the one that dude was trying to pretend to be a Buddhist was married to, or whatever, a silent monk. But he's really just dumb as fuck. That show is amazing. It is. It is way better than I thought it would. Like when I saw critics were giving it like hundred rating on Rotten Tomatoes, I was like. It can't be that good. And then I watched the first season. I was like, oh, my God. This show is amazing. Oh, Jamila DeMille is fine. Yes. And she's woke. Super, super fucking active woke. Be dropping I she put a, oh Were y'all there when she woke. put the quote out? Huh? Just a picture. She put an inspirational quote out. Bro, she put an inspirational <laughs> video out. <laughs> she does an inspirational like, interview. It was just like, like no, it was just a picture of her. And it said, if you're adventurous enough, anything's a deal, though. Ah, you're my favorite person. There you go. Like it was her sitting looking introspectively, like the model shot, and then just said that. And I was like, she's like, everybody else has put out quotes, so I will put one out too. Uh, she's, like that. I said, she's next best. level. Yeah, she's next level. All right, man. So that's Twenty One Savages album. I uh, hope y'all enjoyed our review. Another oh, review that somehow I think got over an hour, but. Yeah, it did. It did. We're over an hour by like 49 seconds. About to be a minute. So y'all make sure y'all go check this out. If you're not a 21 Savage fan, I just think you're missing out, man. But I just don't understand how you're not at this point if you like trap music. If you're looking for new trap music to listen to, this is definitely where you want to go. If you like Travis Scott, the transition to this is very, very like Who's up with these music the young kids are listening to? 21 is the future of trap. I would absolutely, I would absolutely force my dad to listen to this album in the car. He was right. also aware. He'd be like, "What the hell are you listening to?" I'd be like, "You'll get it. Just, just let the trap sink in." You knew some trap niggas growing up. You from bad news, so. <laughs> <laughs> no, my dad got real trap nigga stories though. <laughs> I've heard, I've heard some of them. Exactly. He grew up in Newport News he, when he I assume he grew up, grew up in, in bad. News. He, he, he didn't grow up. No, he didn't grow up in Newport News. He grew up in bad news. He's right exactly Newport news. so he has real stories and shout out to chicka seed chicken spot bruh, some of the best fried chicken you'll ever eat in your motherfucking bruh, life dog. first of all he told me like a week ago they made the chicken smaller i'm so what? mad right now he's oh, that's garbage because i was like me and ashley was gonna go down to where peddler's village is and hit up that chicken seed or hit the hit up the one on pembroke and he was yes, like yeah. they made the chicken smaller i'm like no but do no. it taste the same? I think if it, it tastes the same, same. It is what it is. You might have to get a double order. I think they still taste the same. You just don't delicious. get a big ass piece of chicken on your side. That's the. But yeah, if but you, if you're from delicious. VA and you know about chicken seed, then you got some hood in your family. Exactly. You got some. You got some digging in your family, bro. Because there, you got to know chicken seed ain't a place you just gonna find. You got to know where chicken seed is. I because you ain't gonna be wandering around bad dudes looking for chicken seed. I tell you that right now. Right. Oh man! Shout out to see home, don't even man. Stay open late. <laughs> that's how bad. That's how you know it's in a bad area. You don't even stay open late. Right. <laughs> Shit. Oh my god! All right, y'all. We'll um, we will holler at y'all next time. This has been the Where's My Forty Acres podcast. We appreciate everybody listening. Thank you for joining us for this Twenty One Savage Eargasm review. I'm not sure what our next albums are going to be. Mike is saying James Blake. 
I'm not opposed to sitting and listening to it. I've heard good things about it, so I'll get a man another chance. But um, I don't know of anything else new that came out that we didn't get to. Uh, I feel like it's something we didn't miss. I can't in the recent releases real quick. I'm I'm, I'm trying to think. Of, I know we never reviewed JID's joint. Oh yeah, DiCaprio too. Hell we yeah, did, we definitely didn't review DiCaprio. Um, Rapping. but I'm trying to remember if it was anything after that that came later in the year that we didn't touch. This came out. I really can't think. Future Hendrix has a new album that just came uh, out. I heard some of it, but he whining like a baby right now. I, uh, it's real whiny. It's just that doesn't mean the music isn't good. It, but he he's got, some, no, he's got some dope beats on it. It for sure has some dope beats on it. But I feel like we spend most of the time roasting him for crying about being a father. Absolutely. <laughs> or not being a father. <laughs> Who says that isn't quality content either? No, you're right. Uh, it, it absolutely is. So, I'm just saying. Uh, Elmo got a new album. Who? The nigga from Sesame Street. Oh, okay. I'm just looking at what's new on. Oh, I'm like, what? <laughs> is that a, like, is it, are you joking? Is this a real... Are we just joking. naming all the new albums? Uh, there's an album by a chick named um, I put it in our text. What is it? Coyle Roy, Coyle Ray, Coyle Ray, Coyle C O I L E R A Y, Coyle Ray, and it is an interesting album to listen to because she's one. She's bisexual. It sounds like she's bisexual. So. Oh, EC2. Between like verses, she will switch from talking about fucking dudes to stealing dudes' chicks. It is, at first, I was perplexed. I was like, wait, is this a, is this a chick talking about niggas keep trying to fuck her, but she's taking a bitch? I'm so confused right now. And she switches between being like, uh, like a, like a stud rapper. To being like a film singer on songs. Have you heard of Cody Shane? Because she reminds me of Cody Shane. Co- no, I haven't heard of Cody Shane. Cody Shane has an album that's out. It has some extremely flamboyant uh, album art. Um, it's like on some like Freddie Pendergrass type shit or Teddy Freddie Pendergrass, Teddy Pendergrass shit. Um, I'll say Cody Shane. Okay, Cody Shane. It's called Big Trouble Little. Um, Jupiter. Oh, it's her single that has the crazy art- artwork, not this album. But um, she also is kind of on that vibe where she'd be singing and also she'd be rapping real hard. And I think she is either bi or... I'm looking uh, at like, pictures. She's definitely probably bi. And our uh, drummer and guitar player from Kendrick play in her band currently like while she's doing this tour run. Um, but her stuff is good too. It's it's um, wild. If you look I at pictures of Coyle Ray, kind of she least. looks like she she has this same image and look, and Coyle yeah. Ray's genius, uh, video her her genius breakdown these bars is fucking hilarious because her energy is all over the goddamn place. Yeah, those genius breakdowns are real she hit or miss, but if hers is entertaining, I'll check it out. Because like, I could, I was like, I could just sit here and watch her talk about her bars all day because she thinks everything is amazing. She was like, we're getting, she's like, I don't even understand. We're getting money right now. Like, we're getting so much money now. We're getting money. It's money everywhere. It's money coming out of here. It's like, look, money. It's so much money. It's just money. And I was like, wow. 
I, I just want I just want to I just want to sit and listen to her keep talking about her lyrics. If she's gonna keep talking about them like this. So I'm gonna check it out. I appreciate um, this new wave though of like these, you know, like I don't know if young MA made it okay for for girls to be like, yo, I'm, my sexuality don't matter. I can still drop these bars. But I'm uh, I'm feeling like dope. they vibe. They pick dope beats. They have catchy songs. That's pretty much all I'm asking. So, hey, it's all cool to me as long as it sound good. Yeah. Yeah. And you're not an R. Kelly supporter. Who else put some shit out? Or a Chris Brown apologist. All right, y'all. We'll highlight you next time. Wisdom 40X. Peace.